Hey, what's up, Glow Girls? Welcome to the Glow Girls Podcast with Vanessa and Coral. Thanks for tuning in. We are here to bring you ideas and encouragement for glowing from the inside out every day. Today, we're going to talk about navigating friendships for young women. We wanted to bring this topic up because before we talk about dating, we need to talk about your friendships and your relationship with your friends and even the people around you before you can even have a healthy relationship with the opposite sex it's important to know how to navigate and have healthy friendships also so we would like to start talking about what makes a good friendship and the first thing that we would like to speak about is boundaries We all know that boundaries are very important to maintain a healthy relationship. You cannot have a healthy relationship if there's no boundary. So one thing that I really wanted to address with boundaries is I heard somebody one time, and they're a very wise individual, but they described boundaries as where I end and you begin. And I personally kind of disagree with that because I want I want you to picture right now because we don't have the luxury of visuals like yourself and then a circle around you and then picture somebody else standing there with a circle around them. Well, if that is your boundary that you have, you cannot expect other people to have the same size circle as you. So maybe their circle is bigger than yours. Well, the boundaries then are going to be off. Or if your circle is bigger than theirs, and that's how you get unhealthy relationships and friendships is when, you know, boundaries get crossed and people don't take either emotions into account or, you know, feelings and things like that because maybe their circle of boundaries is bigger or smaller and it either affects you and so a person that has a bigger circle next to yours that is either going to um like approach yours too much or if it's too small then you're not going to have the intimacy that good friendships have so that's why i feel like that mental image is kind of helpful and that description of boundaries it's that where you know you end and someone else begins that that's good and it provides a good picture but we need to make sure that we're establishing our own and being aware of other people's because that's how you stay safe and it also provides a good gateway for intimacy and relationships and friendships yeah i feel like you brought up a very important point and it's that we have to understand that not everyone's boundaries are the same that we don't have the same boundaries that the other person has. So we that's where like I feel like compromising comes in because you kind of have to understand that it's something that might be that might bother you, might not bother the other person. And in the same way, they might have something that bothers them but not you. So for example, if a person is not big on like uh giving hugs or something and you're a, a person who loves hugs, you know, you like to hug your friends, you kind of have to understand that there might be that friend that doesn't like to be hugged. So that's when compromising comes in. But your friend also have to understand that that's how you show love. And it's not in a way of like trying to break your boundary, but also a way for them to show love to you. So that's when 
you have to find a compromise. Yeah, and I think something important with boundaries is, you know, we tend to learn them from people that have influence over us. As you're growing up, like originally that's your parents or your grandparents or whoever is raising you and then after that it's your first friendships and all of it like adds together to build your own perception of boundaries so having self-awareness of where you are and then where people have held boundaries with you maybe your parents they held you at arm's distance like physically and emotionally like your whole childhood and maybe they held you too close and then you have like the helicopter parent and so knowing the the people that influence you and the boundaries that they have will help you really assess where your boundaries are and how to create or maintain healthy boundaries and relationships continuing forward also with respecting your boundaries your friends if they're a good friend they'll be able to lift you up and be able to add to your life instead of taking away from you like a good friendship will never ever make you change who you are in a negative way that's called a toxic friendship and I'm not saying that you can never change with a friendship because there are positive changes and there's people coming to your life to add those positive changes in your life. But if they're affecting your life in a negative way, that's probably not a good friendship to stay in. And you should always keep that in mind. And especially with that, it comes in hand with boundaries because if a friend is not respecting your boundaries, that means that they're not a good friend to you because they should be able to respect your own boundaries and in the same way you should respect theirs so i think when assessing like what a good friendship is and whether somebody is going to be a good friend or not it's important to understand that the people around you that you're friends with they're going to positively affect you (laughs) and or they're going to negatively infect you and there's a difference between those two words because if somebody has a positive effect on you you know you're going you're both going to excel together whether that's in life or maybe you have a friend that's your workout buddy you're going to get stronger together like whatever scenario or friendship you want to put this onto if they're a person of integrity and they're a person that makes good decisions and they're participating in things that build them up then your your friendship is going to reflect that but if they're a person that is participating in activities that don't build them up or if you're a christian they're not aligning with um the lifestyle that the word calls us to then they're that's where you get infected and you know from the outside it looks like compromising is far from us but as soon as you have influences and friendships in your life that are compromised it it becomes a lot closer and it becomes a lot easier because they're your friends so you're placing trust in them you're spending time with them and that's where that infection of um, habits or practices that normally you wouldn't even think of that's where it really happens and then the last thing that we just want to highlight with what makes a good friendship and a good friend is having stuff in common when you're looking for friends i don't think you always have to like a lot of my friends that i met at college we all come from completely different cultural backgrounds but we have similar areas of interest and we have similar um like we have similar upbringings even though our cultures are different and so like while similarities aren't a deal breaker uh they're a big part of it you know especially like for christian values you want to find friends that are going to lift you up and encourage you um in spiritual matters and encourage you to pursue jesus and so those are some having stuff in common is really important yeah um actually i was gonna say that yeah even though 
it's really important to have things in common because it brings like that joy into the relationship because you you guys can both enjoy the same things at the same time like if you guys like a band like the same band you guys can like listen to that same music and you guys will enjoy it together um but like like you said it's not a necessity like it's not a need in a in a relationship uh because also having that difference like for example being from two different cultural backgrounds can bring like a lot of um enrichment into your life because you'll be able to see things from their perspective also so you'll be able to gain more knowledge and more wisdom when you're with different people so yeah there's such an opportunity to like learn out of that i feel like so the next topic we want to talk about is how to maintain friendships because if you find good friends you know it's we we want to keep them and the big thing that if you are going to have any friendship that lasts longer than probably like realistically like three to six months you know (laughs) anything that lasts longer than that you're gonna have conflict whether that's disagreements um or like something happens and you have to apologize for something or they have to apologize for something conflict resolution is so important and if you think about how many broken relationships there are it's because people just aren't willing to sit down and solve problems or discuss problems and we forget sometimes that you can sit down and agree to disagree yeah and i think that especially in today's culture it's like if you disagree with me that could mean that oh you hate me or you just don't want to be my friend i can be your friend if you don't agree with me in this thing that shouldn't be the case at all Uh, again we have to respect each other's differences and also like i've seen a lot of things like oh if you do one thing wrong i'm gonna drop you as my friend like you're not gonna be my friend anymore just because you did that one thing wrong in reality if it was the other way around and you were the person who did something wrong you would like to be forgiven so in the same way that you would like to be forgiven for your mistakes be also open to forgive others for their mistakes nobody's perfect so even if a friend does something to you that might hurt you obviously there are limits to it um but you should still always forgive doesn't necessarily mean that you could you you have to be friends with them but you should always forgive that person because again nobody's perfect and we should always be open to forgive others yeah and forgiveness is so important because if you can't like relationships that don't deal with forgiveness ever and they just end they're going to there's not going to be any fruit in them and your relationship isn't going to be built on anything solid because it will be years down the road like where a person may have your friend may have hurt you but you can look back and see all the places that they forgave you and you forgave them so that's kind of beautiful and the biblical example that we get out of that is out of matthew when jesus is really talking about um how to deal with it when somebody does wrong against you and going to them personally and if that doesn't work then you bring somebody to talk to them about it and if that doesn't work then you take them to the in front of the church and you talk to them about it and so jesus said to do it that way so that's the way that we we want to strive to do it and it also talks about you can't really go before the lord um if you have problems with your friends or with people that you know and so when you're when we're all trying to get closer to jesus if you're starting to pray and you can't like the holy spirit brings that to your attention or it's just on your heart already then maybe that's when you know you need to talk about something with someone yeah i we know that forgiveness is really hard but it's also really important not just for it the other person but also for yourself you shouldn't be walking around holding things in 
because it's definitely not healthy for you or for your friendships or your relationships in general. I think with that too, we have friends like when I was in high school, I always found myself a little bit more like mature than some of my friends. And so I would, I was friends with them for a season, but then as we both kind of grew and shifted, like I'm not really friends with them anymore. And it's not because anything happened. It's just because we were maturing at different rates. I'm sure it would be probably different now, but it's just we're in different like places geographically um but like especially in high school and college and in like younger years before you really establish friends that you'll walk through life with friends can totally be seasonal just don't it's important not to use the a seasonal friendship as an excuse to have poor boundaries or conflict resolution but maybe you have friends that walk with you through a season where you're hurting and then you know, once once you're healed and once you're kind of moving on, it's just sometimes those friends don't always stay with us. The last thing we wanted to talk to you guys about today is just some biblical examples of friendship. The big one that I really wanted to talk to you guys about was David and Jonathan, and that can be found in First Samuel, I believe. If not, it's Second Samuel, but I'm almost sure it's First Samuel. Um, and Jonathan was king Saul's son so this was before David was king and David and Jonathan were like really great friends and this is actually where people get the concept of soul ties from and that's a talk for another day whether soul ties are real or not but David and Jonathan it says in the bible that they had a love that was stronger than the love of women and when Jonathan unfortunately was killed David sang like a whole song for him he tore his clothes and he wept and like that's a really intense friendship and it's kind of a beautiful friendship to read about how much they loved each other especially when you know King Saul didn't really like David that much and his son saved David's life on an occasion um so that's just kind of a a testament of conflict management with dealing with you know different um strings attached to things and a friendship that was so deep that and they really loved each other um, we have to bring the New Testament in, of course, and that made me really, I wanted to highlight Jesus and John to you guys, um, because John really loves to point himself out as, like, the most loved disciple, um, and that friendship, I mean, when Jesus passed, and on the day he rose again, John ran to the grave, and he even says that, like, he beat the other disciple there, so that, that friendship, they all just kind of surpass death, which is kind of beautiful. So those are some biblical examples of friendships, and those are how to maintain and what to look for in good friendships. Thanks again for tuning in to our conversation of navigating friendships. In our next conversation, we're going to be discussing the Proverbs 31 woman and dating. Catch you next time!